seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father, the Father of the Light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created of one essence with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men for salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary. He was crucified for us, and Pontius Pilate suffered and was buried. And on the third day, he rose from the dead. According to the scriptures, he ascended to the heavens and sits at the right hand of the Father. He's coming again, his glory to judge living and the dead, his kingdom shall not end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets in one holy Catholic and solid church. We confess one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of it to come. Amen. O God, have mercy upon us. Settle your mercy upon us. Have compassion upon us. Amen. Hear us. Amen. Bless us, keep us, and help us. Amen. Take away your anger from us. Visit us with your salvation and forgive us our sins. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Shlele flogison erini pasi etomnematiso Many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also our Master, those who have bidden us to remember them in our prayers and supplications which we offer up unto you. O Lord, our God, those who have already fallen asleep, propose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all.
Righteousness shall spring up, and abundance of peace. Bless the Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. <clears throat> but if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest, and finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. But he said more than that, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Glory be to God forever. We send you greetings with Gabriel. The angels sing hail to you, full of the Lord is with you. Therefore we glorify you as the mother of God at all times. Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The perfect Trinity, we worship Him and glorify Him. 
our Father, for us. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thy the kingdom, crown and glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus our Lord. O Master, Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, and Logos of God, the Father, who has broken every bond of our sins through his saving and life-giving sufferings, who breathed into the face of his saintly disciples and holy apostles and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now also, our Master, you have given grace to your holy apostles, to those who for a time labor in the priesthood in your holy church, to forgive sin upon the earth and to bind and to loose every bond of inequity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, for your servants, my fathers and my brethren, and my weakness, and those who bow their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy and loose every bond of our sins. And if we have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly, or through anguish of heart, whether indeed or in word or from faint-heartedness, O Master, who knows the weakness of men, as a good one lover of mankind, O Lord, O God, forgive, grant us the forgiveness of our sins, bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear and straighten us for your holy goodwill. For you are God, and the glory, the honor, the dominion, worship are due unto you. With your good Father and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and at all times. Amen. Amen. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Amen. Now and ever and unto the ages of all ages of we proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father before all ages, save us and have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me and say the blessing. Power, the glory, the blessing, and the might for every man, O Lord, make us worthy. Pray thankfully, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Choice in Anon, choice in Anon. The prayer of the third and the sixth hour is offered Christ our King and our God beseeching him to forgive us our sins from the Psalms of our father, David the prophet and the king. May his blessings be with us all. Amen.
Holy, 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 a reading from the Holy Gospel according to our teacher, St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. When the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and the Father will send in my name is come, he shall teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I, now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandments, so I do arise, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And glory be to God forever. Amen. May the sayings of God be fulfilled in peace. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us, O Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit, O Lord, whom you sent forth upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but renew him within us. Grain me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, who sent down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us. O Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word, a right and life-giving Spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority. O the Almighty One, you are the light of our souls. O you, give light to every man who comes into the world. Have mercy on us. O Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, O full of grace, with the apostles for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God. Blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way, for he is the God of our salvation. O Heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who is present in all places and fills all the treasure of good things in life, giver graciously come and dwell in us and purify us from all defilement, O good one, and save our souls. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered standing in heaven. O Theotokos, you are the gate of heaven. Open for us the gate of mercy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the age of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our transgressions. For we do just as we do. We do for the sake of your holy name. Let us call upon you. 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 Let us call Theotokos, we ask you, O Saint, full of glory, the ever-virgin Theotokos, mother of Christ, lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Theotokos, the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. 
Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, faithful intercessor, before Christ whom you bore, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race who bore to us Emmanuel. <coughs> we ask you to remember us, our faithful advocate, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are, are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they were persecuted in the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? That is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. In glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. We worship you, Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. O you who are in the sixth day and in the sixth hour with the nails of the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise, tear the handwriting of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us, I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer, and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me, and hear me in the evening, in the morning, and at midday. I say my words, and he hears my voice, and delivers my soul in peace. O Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour and killed sin by the tree, and by your death you made alive the dead man whom you created with your own hands and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions, and by the nails with which you were nailed. Rescue our minds and thoughtlessness of the earthly deeds and worldly lusts, the remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassion. Since we have no favor, nor excuse, nor justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born of you, O Theotokos the Virgin, for abundant and acceptable is your intercession with our Savior. O your mother, do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him whom you bore. For he is merciful and able to save us because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. Brought salvation in the midst of all the earth, O Christ our God, as you stretch your holy hands on the cross, therefore all nations cry out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We worship your uncomfortable person, O God, and asking for the forgiveness of our sins, O Christ our God, for of your will you are pleased to be lifted up unto the cross, to deliver those whom you created from the bondage of the enemy. We cry out unto you, give thanks to you, for you have filled all with joy, Savior, when you came and helped the world. Lord, glory be to you. She is full of grace, O Theotokos, the Virgin, and we praise you for through the cross of your Son, 
Hades fell, doubted, and death was abolished. We were dead, but we were raised and became worthy of the eternal life and gained the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the immortal Christ our God. We exalt you, the mother of the true light, and glorify you, O Saint, the Theotokos. We are brought forth unto us to save the whole world. You came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our Master, our King, Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity, one Godhead. We worship him, we glorify him. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth and all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, of one essence with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. He ascended into the heavens. He sits at the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again in his glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. In one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we confess one baptism in the remission of sins. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Holy, 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 Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory and honor. Have mercy on us, O God, the Father, the Pontificator. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, God of hosts, be with us. We have no help in our hardships and tribulations, but you. Absolve, forgive, and remit, O God, our transgressions, those which we have committed willingly, and those which we have committed unwillingly, those which we have committed knowingly, and those which we have committed unknowingly. The hidden and manifest, O Lord, forgive us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let it be according to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins. 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thy kingdom be found, and glory forever. Amen. Glory and honor, honor and glory to the all-holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Peace and edification to the one only holy Catholic and apostolic church. Remember, O Lord, those who are brought unto you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly rewards. Alleluia, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us, O Lord, straighten our ways. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. In the name of the <clears throat> Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Blessed be God the Father, the Pantocrator. Blessed be his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all you nations, laud him, all you peoples, for his mercy has been strengthened toward us, and the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Alleluia. Let us give thanks to the beneficent, merciful God the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. 
O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything, concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion on us, hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints, for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to protect the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries, for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people and from this priestly table and from this holy place that is yours. But those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you who has given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. servants, the ministers of this day, the priests, the deacons, the clergy, and all the people of my weak self be absolved from the mouth of the all-holy trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, from the mouth of the one only holy Catholic and apostolic church, and from the mouths of the twelve apostles, from the mouth of the behold of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the holy apostle and martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, the Ascorus, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, St. Peter, the holy martyr, and high priest, St. John Chrysostom, St. Cyril, St. Basil, and St. Gregory, from the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus, and from the mouth of our honored father, the high priest, Pope Abba Tawadros II, from the mouth of his partner, the apostolic liturgy, our father, the metropolitan, Abba Sarabion, and from my own mouth, being the least. For blessed and full of glory is your holy name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen. Amen. 
each one accord to their name, Lord. servant of our Lord Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, appointed to the gospel of God. A chapter from the epistle of our teacher, Paul to the Romans. His blessings be upon us. Amen. What advantage then has the Jew, or what is the profit of circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly because to them were, committing, were committed the oracles of God. For what if some did not believe? Will their unbelief make the faithfulness of God without effect? Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written that you may be justified in your words and may overcome when you are judged. But if your unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unjust who inflicts, who inflicts wrath? I speak as a man. Certainly not. For then how will God judge the world? For if the truth of God is increased through my lie to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? And why not say, let us do evil that good may come, as we are slanderously reported and as some affirm that we say. Their condemnation is just. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all gone out of the way. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps in, is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is through faith in Jesus Christ, to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, whom God set forth to propitiation by his blood, through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that we previously committed, to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? 
Yes, of the Gentiles also, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised by faith. Through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For Abraham has justified by works, he has something of which to boast, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for the righteousness. The grace of God the Father be with you all. Amen. The Catholic epistle from the first epistle of our teacher John, his blessings be upon us, amen, my beloved. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we talk, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleans us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to, and just to forgive, our sin, forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, these things that these things I write to you, that you may not that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with us, the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is the propitiate, propitiation of our sin for our sins. Do not love the world nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires, but he who does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen. fathers, the apostles, our holy blessings be with us all. Amen. And when forty years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in a bush in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. When Moses saw it, he marveled at the sight. And as he drew near to observe, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying, 
I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses trembled and dared not look. Then the Lord said to him, Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send you to Egypt. The word of the Lord shall grow, multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the Holy Church of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, today is the twelfth day of the blessed month of Kiyak. May the Lord begin it for us in goodness and renew it for us in peace and tranquility, while our sins and iniquities are forgiven through the tender mercies of our Lord, O all my fathers and my brethren, I mean. On this day is the commemoration of the Honorable Archangel Michael, who is standing before God, the Almighty, interceding on behalf of the human race, saying, O thou who art not prone to anger, do not be angry. O righteous one, have mercy on your creation. O thou who is long-suffering, do not destroy the work of thy hands. His intercession be with us all. Amin. On this day also, the great father Abahedra, the bishop of Aswan, departed. His parents were Christians, raised him and taught him in the fear of God since an early age. When he was 18 years old, his parents wanted to marry him to one of the relatives, but he refused with the excuse that he was ill. That morning, he went to church early, prayed with the congregation, asking the Lord Christ to reveal to him through the readings of the scriptures what was his will for him. He heard what comforted him. When he left the church, he saw a deceased person being carried on his way to the cemetery. He walked among the mourners, listened to himself, talking to himself, saying, Listen, Hedra, it is not this one that died, but you yourself who died from this futile world. When they arrived at the cemetery and buried the deceased, he did not go back to his home, but joined the monastery and lived among the monks. When his family and friends heard what he did, they went and told him, In so doing, you have brought grief to us and have saddened your fiancé's heart. They added, You can worship God in any place you desire. When they failed to change his mind, they went back with grief-filled hearts from the separation. Henceforth, St. Hedra went on in intense worship, asceticism, continuous fastings, uninterrupted prayers, and numerous matanyas. He was a contemporary of St. Piman and became his disciple. St. Hedra was guided by Abba Piman's teachings and his good example. Eight years later, he asked to live a solitary life in the desert. Abba Piman asked him to read the biography of the great saint Abba Antonius, the father of all the monks, in order to learn how to fight the evil enemy, Satan. When the elders allowed him, he went in the desert until he found a cave wherein he lived. He lived there for many years, fighting the devil and his soldiers. The devil tempted him frequently. One time the devil appeared with a sword in his hand and wanted to cut off Emba Hedra's hands. The saint cried to the Lord and the devil disappeared at once. One day he left his cave and when he came back he found a huge dragon in the cave. He prayed to the Lord saying, My Lord and Master, if it is your will for me to live with this beast, so be it. He then looked at the dragon and found that it was cut into three pieces. He was in a continuous war with the demons, awakened during the night and unsettled during the day. But the Lord saved him from them the defiled spirits cried out, saying, Woe to you, Hedra, for your prayers burnt us and expelled us from the wilderness. He shut himself up in his cell. Nevertheless, they brought the sick and those with evil spirits to him. He prayed over oil, anointed them with it, and they were healed immediately. Syrian monks came to him, asking about unclear issues in the scriptures. He explained all to them, and they marveled at his knowledge, saying, We have been in many monasteries and mountains, visited teachers and philosophers, but we did not find anyone to explain these issues as St. Hedra did. When the bishop of the city of Aswan departed, some of the people of the city went to the monastery. There they met the Syrian monks who praised St. Hedra highly. 
They went to St. Hedra and took him against his will and traveled to Alexandria. Abba Theophilus, the Pope of Alexandria, ordained him bishop over them. When he sat on his chair, he went on preaching to his people and teaching them the way of life. He performed many miracles and lived the rest of his life in a good demeanor, then departed in peace. His prayers be with us all. Amen. Today we also commemorate the departure of St. John the Confessor. His prayers be with us all. Amen. On this day also of the year 249, a holy council was assembled in the city of Rome. This was in the year of the reign of Decius the infidel and during the days of Cornelius, the Pope of Rome, Dionysius, the Pope of Alexandria, Flavianus, the Patriarch of Antioch, and Germanus, the Patriarch, the Archbishop of Jerusalem. They assembled to judge Novatius, a priest who was said that whoever denied Christ and forsook the faith in the time of persecution will not be accepted when he repents. Those who committed fornication shall not be accepted when they repent. Abba Cornelius rebuked him for what he was saying, but he did not hearken. Abba Cornelius gathered a council of 60 bishops and 18 learned priests and deacons of Rome to debate with Novatius his teachings. These, he said, were based on the words of St. Paul in his epistle to the Hebrews, quote, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come if they fall away to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. The fathers replied and explained to him that the apostle did not say this concerning the man who repents, but concerning the man who intends to be baptized every time he has fallen into sin, for baptism can only be carried on once. Therefore the apostle went on saying, they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. The apostle here explains that since the crucifixion happened only once, so it is also for baptism. As for the door to repentance, it is always open to every repentant. Otherwise, everyone who falls into sin of denying Christ or sins again will not be accepted even if he repents. That would mean that David's repentance was not accepted, and when Peter denied the Lord Jesus, his repentance also was not accepted. Therefore, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon St. Peter would be worthless also, setting him to shepherd his flock invalid, and that would nullify every baptism he performed. On the whole, according to Novatius's opinion, everyone would have perished, and that is in extreme ignorance. Christ the Lord came to the world to save sinners and to lead them to repentance, for he said, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. All those who gathered against Novatius advised him to abandon his erroneous opinion and repent for it. He told them, do not be an enemy of God, yourself, and for all mankind. Since Novatius did not relinquish his opinion, the council exiled him and excommunicated him, and all those who believed in his word, the prayers of those saints be with us, and glory be to our God forever and ever. Amen.
Christ our God, who said to his saint, the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us to remember them and our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us. desired your beauty. 
for he is your Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city named Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David the virgin's name was Mary and having come in the angel said to her rejoice O full of grace the Lord is with you Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born of you will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. This is the second Sunday of Kiak as we approach the beginning of the greatest story of all time, which is the Nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today's reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke relates to the Annunciation to St. Mary about this occasion. The story of Nativity, of course, is the story of our salvation. Um, It's our story of our redemption, our renewal to all of humanity, but also on a very personal level as well. 
in St. Luke's Gospel, St. Luke has the most detailed um, description of this uh, Annunciation and the, and the story of Christmas, likely through a, a one-on-one interview with St. Mary herself. Also in this, uh, in this uh, Gospel, we have the only story about St. Elizabeth and the birth of St. John the, the Baptist, and the story of Zacharias as well, which we read last week, which also is part of the story. But the story of Nativity actually begins thousands of years before that. After the fall of Adam and Eve, humanity suffered three main consequences. Firstly, as St. Athanasius describes on his famous book on the Incarnation, uh, humanity suffered from a corrupted nature after the sin. God created us perfect in his image, and we stain that image through sinning. Uh, And that image, of course, means pure and innocent. Humanity is able to reason and think and able to speak openly with God. But through that sin, that human, nat- that uh, divine nature that we were created in, uh, in his uh, similarities, where it was corrupted. So that human nature became corrupted. The second consequence is after humanity was kicked out of paradise, humanity began to forget about God, forgetting even who he was and became more and more carnal in their, in their uh, day-to-day lifestyle. Still desiring to worship, of course, because God created humanity to worship, they began to worship the things that they only saw and heard, things that were sensual, um, things they touched, things that, they, that were only visible to the, to the senses. Things like, this, uh, as you might know in mythology, they worshiped the sun, the moon, they worshiped animals, they worshiped thunder and lightning, etc. And the third problem was that they were in debt because of the, Adam that, um, the, the sin that Adam and Eve dared to commit in paradise. Sin entered into our nature and separated us from the source of life, who is God, and we separated ourselves from that source, so therefore we die, and even die eternally. So the story of nativity is the beginning of the economy or plan to fix these three problems that existed in the, um, in the fall of Adam and Eve. So firstly, miraculously, he was incarnate from the Holy Virgin St. Mary, and by this, he became exactly as we are, except for sin, of course, and at the same time retained his divine characteristics. So he was perfect in his humanity and in in his divinity. And by this unity, he was able to lift up our fallen nature. So he took our fallen nature and united it with his great divinity, and because of that unity, of course, we're able to renew that nature and recreate that nature. So God recreated our human nature to the time it was um, when Adam and Eve uh, were in paradise, even better than that as well. And through his death and resurrection, because he united our fallen humanity with his divinity, he offered that humanity that's been renewed on the cross for us all and resurrected it on behalf of all humanity. Because of that unity, his body is life-giving and was able to conquer death, of course, because divinity cannot, cannot be dead. So he raises from the dead, and that body that we um, that see that was raised from the dead, we partake of on the altar, that same life-giving Eucharist. St. Athanasius says that their death there had to be and death for all, so that the due of all might be paid. And through that nativity, we're also, because humanity began to forget, uh, the nativity also allowed us to see the Father in a very tangible manner, present among us. He came down to our level who were looking for him in mud and slime in the earth. His miracles and teaching, though seen in the flesh and were touched in the flesh, elevates us to something beyond the flesh. He elevates us to the spiritual realm. Last week's gospel and the book of Acts 
that was read last week from the Gospel of St. Luke, and of course St. Luke also wrote the book of Acts, he emphasizes this point. He emphasizes that the truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ are tangible, seen by eyewitnesses, by many infallible proofs, that we may know the certainty of the things that we were instructed. He says that in both the gospel and in the book of Acts. His miracles and teachings were seen and heard. People touched him and talked with him. And in every encounter, people were once again elevated to where the Father was. So they didn't just stay on earth. Even though the miracles were done on earth and in, uh, um, present in our senses, he lifts us up to somewhere that is incomparably better, where the, where the Father is. He healed those who, for example, he healed those who had fever <clears throat> and on the point of death, and many others also that the Bible says were brought to him and were healed. The Gospels show that he raised three people from the dead, and during his three-year ministry, he had control over nature. He raised... Um, that he uh, calmed the wind and the waves, the animals. He had control over trees and the weather. He had control over material, turning the water into wine and feeding the thousands with a handful of uh, loaves and, and two fish. Walking on water, he had power also on the spiritual realm. He cast out demons, commanded Elijah and Moses to appear to him. He opened heaven at his baptism. He descended into Hades and opened the gates for the saints of old to come out and appear to many. Uh, he took the problems that were very visible, and he offered things incomparably better. So it was an, a type of exchange. Um, his Sermon on the Mount and many other sermons, of course, he gave us, and many more things that he did that were not recorded in the Bible. We know that he took these visible problems that we had, and he gave us that spiritual realm, the, the, the things that with the Father that are incomparably better. He took our ignorance of Scripture and gave us revelation. He took storms. He gave us calm. He took the sicknesses and infirmities, and he gave us healing. He took despair and gave us hope and every reassurance. He took our carnality and gave us spirituality. He took our hate and gave us love and sacrifice. And, of course, he took our death and gave us life. These aren't just important theological points that we're talking about today, but they they are really life-giving and life-transforming knowledge that we should embrace uh, on a daily uh, basis. St. Gregory the theologian uh, has a wonderful contemplation where he compares what he took from us and what he gave us in return. So he was born of a woman, but he was eternally begotten from the Father. And because of this, we're able to be, uh, be called the children of God because of this. And we're called that we're not of this world, just like he's not of this world. And in him, we're able to pray our Father, and because of this, we're able to be called children of God. And we know that there's nothing uh, that the world can ever offer that uh, Christ has not offered us to be in the embrace of the Father of the universe. And that is something that we receive from that. He dwelt in the womb, but he was recognized by St. John, the prophet himself, and still in the womb, St. John kind of leaped for joy, which we'll read next, in next week's gospel. So when Elizabeth, St. Mary, we know that when they're both pregnant, St. John leaped in the womb of St. Elizabeth when St. Mary came, who was also uh, with Christ in, in, her, in her womb. As the seal and last of the greatest of the Old Testament prophets, he did not receive the graces that we receive today. So he was still considered an Old Testament prophet. And like all the prophets, he saw the graces that we have today, the communion, the, uh, the baptism, and the relationship we have with God. He saw all these things in Christ, in humanity, 
and he leaped for joy. Not just because he's happy to see Christ or happy to see St. Mary, but he leaped for joy because the salvation to all of humanity finally came. And I say that um, St. John also leaps in paradise when we see all the, when he sees all the graces that we are partaking of today as well, like all, the, like all the prophets, if indeed we live in those graces. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes, but he took off the, the swaddling bands at his resurrection in, the, in the, the, the cloth that was around him when he was resurrected. Um, so in this, the life-giving body that we take from the altar, we also conquer death, just like he did. He was laid in a manger, but he was glorified by angels, proclaimed by a star, and worshipped by the magi, the, 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 the kings that gave him the three gifts. The angels guarded the doors of paradise. When they see us approaching paradise when we, after we pass away, they will see Christ in us, and they will open the door of paradise because of that. And we, too, become like the star at the, at the manger. When we hold Christ in our hearts, like in the, in the manger, in the manger of our hearts, and we proclaim him just like the stars do. In Daniel 12.3, it says, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. I remember about 10 years ago, we took this writing of St. Gregory, the theologian, and we made it into a really nice hymn to be sung during the uh, nativity scene. They still sing it today at that church that we, we put that together. That uh, writing of St. Gregory, the theologian, is really beautiful. So we know at the Nativity then, we do kind of exchange gifts, just like we do today. Um, you know, the white elephant gift, you know, but we receive much better gifts that God gave us than we, we gave him. As St. Cyril of Alexandria says, he took what was ours to be his very own so that we might have all that is his. So he took our human nature, which is full of corruption and, and sin, and he gave us things that are incomparably better. It is a, we call it the sweet exchange, right? It was a really good exchange. It was a good deal. Very nice gift exchange. But even now the Lord takes what is ours and gives us what is his. He takes our problems and issues and gives us things that are incomparably better. All of this started with the story of nativity, which we um, read about today in the Annunciation. And there are a lot of characters in this story, a lot of saintly characters in the story of nativity. We have St. John the Baptist, who's part of that story, St. Elizabeth and Zacharias, his, his parents, Joseph, the, the wise men, the shepherds, Anna the prophetess, Simeon the prophet, and of course, Gabriel the archangel. But at the center of all, of course, is our Holy Mother, St. Mary. Through her difficult and unique life, even from her childhood, she showed amazing virtues. And it's beyond the scope of today's talk to really dive deep into her virtues, which are um, beyond comprehension. But let's just discuss a couple of them from the reading today. Firstly, as the Bible commands, we should generally speak less and listen more. We should reduce talking in general because when we talk a lot, it always ends up with mistakes that we say, right? Uh, have you ever called up a friend for no real agenda and just called him up just to say hi? What does it usually turn into? Gossip, right? Yeah, somebody said it. It usually turns into gossip, right? So saying a lot of things usually comes with a lot of mistakes, and oftentimes we regret the things that we say. A church father once said that um, oftentimes I've regretted speaking, but I have never regretted staying quiet. And St. James says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. There's no better, better way to reveal our ignorance than to speak on a topic 
a lot, right? And we show the things that we don't know. As uh, the famous quote says, a fool is made more of a fool when their mouth is more open than their mind. And in Proverbs uh, 29, a wise man holds back, uh, but a fool vents his feelings. I like what Mother Teresa says, there should be less talk. Take a broom and clean someone's house, that says enough. But Mary, St. Mary on the other hand, when she saw the amazing things that she saw and were, was saluted by Archangel Gabriel, which is of course a major event uh, in our church that's always here on the iconostasis for us to always keep in front of us. When Archangel Michael said those amazing things to her, right? She held them all in her heart. She says very few things, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, as uh, later on a verse says about her. In all these things she witnesses, witnesses, she does not speak. Instead, she kept these things and pondered them in her heart. Hers was that interior world of the heart and not the outward boasting and idle chatter. But when she spoke, it had a lot of weight. When Archangel Gabriel appeared to her, and he said a lot of words to her, and some of the most amazing words ever said to another human being. And he said many, many words as we read today. But she only had two responses, two small phrases. How can this be since I do not know a man? And behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Those are the only two things that were said. <clears throat> Archangel Gabriel must have been amazed after he left at her uh, quietness. Just that, that of all the glorious things that were said to her, that um, all she said were these two small phrases. He must have been amazed at that. But it says here that, he, that she, when he approached her and said, blessed are you among women, that she was troubled at this greeting. She, she struggled with it a little bit. How can, you know, how can you say that? Um, when she was told what would happen, she didn't ask for a sign. Um, what, you know, showing that faith and courage and strength that she had. Many times in the Old Testament, the prophets, when, when God directly spoke to them, they asked for a sign. For example, Gideon, who would conquer an army with only 300 soldiers, asked for a sign of the cloth on the, on the ground and whether or not it would be wet. In the prayer with Elizabeth, each of the few statements, that we, which we'll read next week, each of the few statements she made you can take any part of that and make it a huge sermon. It was, it was so full of weight and power. The same with the wedding of Cana. St. Mary only had two phrases. They have no wine, and whatever he says to you, do it. And by these few words, she launched the three-year ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ and would bring salvation to the whole world and make all things new with only those few words. And she knew that those words would also bring a lot of pain upon her when she started that, um, that ministry, as St. Simeon prophesied to her, that a sword would pierce her heart. Nevertheless, she said those few words that changed the whole world and brought salvation to humanity. Even when she was um, you know, holding such honor, she does not go out and proclaim it, but uh, calls herself the maidservant of the Lord. She goes, Behold the maidservant of the, of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Silence is indeed an amazing virtue, and we should learn from St. Mary, um, whether in our dealings with other people, but also in our dealings with God. Our prayers to God should be in quietness and, and in not too many words. Rather, St. Peter says, rather let it be the hidden person of the heart 
with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Just like the publican who, when he was praying a lot, was rejected by God, but the other person who wouldn't dare even to say anything but just beat his chest in, in front of God because of his sins, that person went away more justified than the Pharisee. So we can learn from St. Mary uh, with regard to that. She also had great faith. Before this, of course, we learned from last week's reading that Zacharias was also approached by Archangel Gabriel and was told amazing things as well about St. John the Baptist and how him and his wife would bear a child in their extreme old age. But he doubted. He questioned Gabriel. He said, how can this be? We're old. He doubted. There was a little bit of a difference between what St. Mary, when she questioned, and St. John the Baptist's uh, parents when, when Zacharias questioned. Um, and for this reason, he was stricken with mutinous and was unable to speak. And the only time he was able to speak is when he proclaimed that, that the son's name is John. And John, of course, means God is gracious or the graciousness of God. And when he proclaimed that the grace that was about to be received to all of humanity was now here, that is when his mouth was open, he was able to speak. St. Mary also asked, but not in doubt, but in how the Lord would perform this amazing thing that Archangel Gabriel told her. It's okay to question. When we, um, that's how we grow, actually, to question, and that we may dive deeper into our faith. When we question, though, we should not be half-hearted, but we should ask with faith. Let not our question doubt the grace that we received. So um, let the question be constrained by the good gifts of God, not denying the very tools that help us to understand. So we should take with us in our questioning the basic foundations of faith, because in the light of Christ is when we see light. In his light is when we see light. The biggest deception uh, and challenge to our Christian faith today is the message that the grace that we received and the forgiveness of sins that we receive and the favor that we receive from God is not true, that the good news is not true. That is the greatest deception that's out there. The system of the world is constantly pounding us with the fact that, no, you are not special. You do not, the, these graces that you received in baptism are not true. That is the greatest uh, challenge that a Christian uh, faces. I know I've quoted this before, but St. Cyril of Alexandria says that the mystery of Christ runs the risk of being disbelieved precisely because it is so incredibly wonderful. The wonderfulness of the message is what makes it difficult to believe sometimes. But we know that, like St. Luke says, um, starting off the Kiak, prayer, uh, the Kiak month, we know that by many infallible proofs that the promises and assurances that provided uh, to us, to every Christian, is true. It is a faith that is strong on very strong foundations, stronger than when you compare it with other religions, stronger than any other religion. The faith that we received is what comes with every reassurance, and then the faith also helps us to grow in faith. It's in this faith that we grow in faith and understanding. We shouldn't be too tough, though, on St. John's father who doubted. After all, we all stumble in that practical type of faith, that faith that we apply in our life. From, um, we all stumble from that from time to time. We only believe when it's easy, but when things get difficult we, in faith, we stumble. Uh, like, he was, like he stumbled because of the old age of his parents. I mean, because of their old age to be parents at like, I, I want to say they were in their 70s or 80s 
uh, to have children. So like St. Peter, who had faith enough to walk on water with Christ, but when he saw the wind and the waves and saw the storm and, and heard the, the wind, he began to sink. That's the kind of practical faith that we need to have. Um, I would have loved to have known, for example, the first one who would step in between the two walls of water when Moses parted the Red Sea. Who was that first person to walk and you know, to see the walls of water and to say, I'm going to walk first? And then everybody walked behind that person. Who was that person? That person had that practical type of faith. He really did believe. Or, for example, the 300 men that we talked about where Gideon took into battle against and, and conquered a whole army with only 300 people. That's that practical type of faith that we apply. Or St. Simeon, who was asked to move a mountain to save the, the slaughter of thousands about a thousand years ago. Uh, and he did so with faith, fasting, and prayer, with simplicity, not considering anything to be impossible with God. Or Pope Carolus, who would take any problem that he had to the altar, and we read about the many wonders that he performed, even um, is still performing through his prayers. So let's not to be, hard, to be too hard on Zacharias. One tradition has it that when um, Herod was killing the babies, that he too was killed in the process of trying to leave the temple uh, to save his son John. And when one looks at the life of St. Mary, we see all these other amazing uh, virtues. Her life um, was full of suffering, and she endured it quietly. Time is not on our side, though, to talk about um, all the many amazing other virtues of humility, love, obedience, service, hope, patience, courage, purity, leadership. We have um, St. Mary as our shining example. Uh, she's prophesied in the Old Testament uh, many symbols and, and many prophecies that are directly attributed to her. Uh, she and her prayers, of course, are always with us. And may God grant us that faith that is active and effective in our daily life like St. Mary had, through the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. Amen. We send you greetings with, with the wisdom. We exalt you worthily with Elizabeth, your cousin, saying, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Therefore we glorify you as the mother of God at all times. As the Lord on our behalf, that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the perfect Trinity. We worship him and glorify him. God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of essence with the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men for our salvation, came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures, and said to the heavens, He sits at the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again in his glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. 
Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who is spoken by the prophets, and one holy Catholic apostolic church. We confess and confess the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. entered into the world through the envy of the devil. You have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with the heavenly peace by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the highest peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Pray for perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greeting. Lord, have mercy. According to your goodwill, O God, fill our hearts with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness and the remembrance of vice bearing death. And make us all worthy, O our Master, to greet one another with a holy kiss, that without casting us into condemnation we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Greet one another with the holy kiss. Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy. Ye Lord, who are Jesus Christ, the Son of God, hear us and have mercy upon us. Offer, offer, offer in order, stand with trembling. Look towards the east, let us attend. Through the intercessions of the Theotokos, amen. O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. 
upon the lowly who has created the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that is therein. The Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, by whom you have created all things visible and invisible, who is seated upon the throne of his glory, and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You who are seated stand before whom stand the angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the power look towards the east you are he around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings raising continuously without ceasing say let us attend. The cherubim worship you, and the seraphim glorify you, proclaiming and saying, Holy glory. 
formed us, created us, and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us who were sitting in darkness and the shadow of death. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin Mary. taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself and assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who are in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us. Whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins, he descended into Hades through the cross. Amen. On the third day, he ascended into the heavens and sat at your right hand. O Father, he has appointed a day for recompense, on which he will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sin. This great mystery of godliness for being determined to give himself up unto death for the life of the world. We believe. He took bread into his holy which are without spot or 
blessed and life-giving. We believe that this is true. heaven to you, O God, who are his Father and Master of everyone, and when he had given thanks, he blessed it, he sanctified to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take heed of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many, to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is true. Up after supper, he mixed it with wine and water, and when he had given thanks, he blessed it, he sanctified it. Also to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is also true. And drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. Amen, amen, amen. 
commemorate his holy passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, and his sitting at your right hand, O Father, and his second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory. We offer up unto your gifts from what is yours for everything, concerning everything, and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you. attend amen and this bread he makes it into his holy body i believe amen and this cup also the precious blood of his new covenant. Again I believe. Amen. Given for remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Make us all worthy, our master, to partake of your holies unto the purification of our souls, bodies, and spirits that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a share and inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Remember, O Lord, the peace of your one only holy Catholic and apostolic church. Acquire to yourself for the precious blood of your Christ. Keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her. For most remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch of Atuadros II, and his spiritual brethren, the Patriarch of Antioch, Mar Ignatius Ephraim II, and the Patriarch of Eritrea, Bun Antonios, and their partner in the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan of Asirapio. Lord, have handle the word of truth with them. Grant them unto your holy church to shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox hegemons, priests, and deacons. Lord, have mercy. And all the servants and all who are in virginity in the purity of all your faithful people. Remember, O Lord, to have mercy upon 
us all. Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Pantograph. Remember, Lord, the salvation of this your holy place and every place and every monastery of our Orthodox Father. Lord, have mercy. And those who dwell therein in God's faith, graciously accord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seeds, the herbs, and the plants of the field. This year. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Praise them to the measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our lives as deem fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of us all who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who gives food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness, that we too, having sufficiency in everything, always may abound in every good deed. who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy, <coughs> precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them. Lord, have command of your only begotten Son, that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Gracious your court, O Lord, to remember all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous, perfected in the faith, most of all the pure, full of glory, ever virgin, the holy Theotokos, Saint Mary, who truly gave birth to God, the Logos, and St. John, the forerunner, Baptist, and martyr, St. Stephen, the archdeacon, and proto-martyr, the beholder of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the holy apostle, and martyr, 
the patriarchs, Saint Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, Saint Athanasius, the Apostolic, Saint Peter, the Holy Martyr, and High Priest, Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Theodosius, Saint Theophilus, Saint Demetrius, Saint Cyril, Saint Basil, Saint Gregory, the theologian, Saint Gregory, the wonder worker, and Saint Gregory, the Armenian. The 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous father, the great Abba Antony, the righteous Abba Paul, the three saints, Abba Macari, and all their children, the cross bearers. Our father, Abba John, the Hegemon, our righteous father, Abba Pishoi, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our Father, Abba Paul, of the moon, Ezekiel's disciple, my Lord's the Roman Father, Saints Maximus and Domitius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shehit, the strong Saint Abba Moses, John Cami, the priest. Our Father, Abba Daniel, the Higgaman, our Father, Abba Isidore, the priest, our Father, Abba Bachom, of the Canonian Theodore's disciple, our Father, Abba Shinuti, the Archimandrite, and Abba Wisa, his disciple. Our Father, Abba Samuel, the Confessor. Our Father, Abba Abraham, the Bishop of Fayum. And our Father, the great Saint Pope, Abba Kirillus, the Sixth, and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications, have mercy on us all and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Those who read, recite the names of the early father, the patriarchs who have fallen asleep. O Lord, repose your souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessings be Graciously, O Lord, repose the souls of your servants, Juliet, Salib, Mark, Armenios, Christopher, Kerolos, Gilabard, Adli, Khattas, Adli, Iskander, Soraya, Fauzi, Mervet, and Aida, and Aida, Gorgi, in the bosoms of our holy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, sustain them in green pastures besides the waters in the paradise of joy the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light 
of your sin. Lord, have mercy. Those, O oh Lord, whose souls you have taken, repose them in the paradise of joy, in the region of the living forever, in the heavenly Jerusalem, in that place. And we too, who are sojourners in this place, keep us in your faith and grant us your peace. Keep us in your faith and grant us your peace. Unto the end. As it was and shall be, is it from generation to Blessed and exalted, in everything honored and blessed with Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Peace be with all. And with your Again, let us give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place, to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mysteries. the Pantocrator, the Lord, our God. Amen, amen, let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Be 
Master, Lord, our God, the Creator, the Invisible, the Uncontainable, the Immutable, and the Immeasurable, who sent His true light, His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, the Eternal fatherly bosom at all times has come down and dwelt in the undefiled virginal womb. She being a virgin gave birth to him and her virginity he is sealed. Praise him, and the heavenly host chant unto him, proclaiming and saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your holy glory. Likewise, we too, the weak and the sinful, make us worthy with them, O our good Master and lover of mankind, that with a pure heart we may praise with him, praise you with him and the Holy Spirit, the coessential Holy Trinity, and raise our eyes toward you, O Holy Father, who is in the heavens, and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for the Amen. In confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe that this is truly your own pure body and that this is truly your own precious blood. 
Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and in ignorance, and make me worthy to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries unto remission of my sins and unto life everlasting. Of your mystical supper, O Son of God, receive me today as a communicant, for I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as did Judas, but like the thief do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies, bless them. Save the meaning with your spirit and the fear of God, let us attend. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The holies for the holy. Blessed be Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father. One is the Holy Son. One is the Holy Spirit. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. The holy body precious and true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. Amen. The holy body and precious and true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. Amen. The body and blood of Emmanuel, this is so in truth. Amen. Amen. I Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe, I believe and confess to the last breath that this is the life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, took from Our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotokos, Saint Mary. He made it one with His divinity without mingling, without confusion, and without alteration. He confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of His own will for us all. Truly I believe that His divinity parted not from His humanity for a single moment or a twinkling of an eye, given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is so in truth. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe, I believe this is true. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, remember us in the Lord house of the Lord, the peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Let us sing Alleluia. Pray for the worthy partaking of the immaculate and heavenly holy mysteries. Lord have mercy. Glory to you, O Lord, glory. To you, and live.
Hail to you, Mary, the honor of Samuel. Hail to you, Mary, the bride of Israel. Hail to you, Mary, the steadfastness of Job, the righteous. Hail to you, Mary, the precious stone. Hail to you, Mary, the mother of the beloved. Hail you, Mary, the daughter of King David. Hail to you, Mary, the friend of Solomon. Hail to you, Mary, the exaltation of the just. Hail to you, Mary, the salvation of Isaiah. Hail to you, Mary, the healing of Jeremiah. Hail to you, Mary, the knowledge of Ezekiel. Hail to you, Mary, the grace of Daniel. Hail to you, Mary, the power of Elijah. You, Mary, the grace of Elisha. Hail to you, Mary, the mother of God. Hail to you, Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. Hail to you, Mary, the beautiful God. Hail to you, Mary, the mother of the Son of God. Hail to you, Mary, who was witnessed by all the prophets, and they said, Behold, God the Word was incarnate, and an indescribable unity, you are truly exalted more than the rod of Aaron. Full of grace, what is the rod but Mary? For it is the symbol of her virginity. She conceived and gave birth without a man to the Son of the Highest, the Word Himself, through her prayer. And intercessions, O Lord, open unto us the gates of the church. I entreat you, Mother of God, keep the gates of the church open to the faithful. Let us ask her to intercede for us before her beloved, that he may forgive us. You are called, O Virgin Mary, the holy flower of incense, which came out and blossomed from the roots of the patriarchs and the prophets. Like the rod of Aaron, the priest, which blossomed and brought forth fruit, for you gave birth to the world without the seed of man, and your virginity was not corrupted. Wherefore we glorify you as the mother of God. Ask your Son to forgive us.
The burning bush seen by Moses, the prophets in the wilderness, the fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it. The same with the Theotokos Mary, carrying the fire of divinity, nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her virginity. I open my mouth and proclaim and utter hidden mysteries, praising the Virgin Saint Mary. Blessed is the pride of the human race. Your Son, blessed and fair Mary, we were freed from slavery. God has filled you with eternal grace. Blessed is the pride of the human race. All that was said has been fulfilled. The proclamations and prophecies about the birth of Emmanuel. Blessed is the pride of the human race. Gabriel the messenger came to you with the incarnation of the word. The Lord will dwell in your holy womb. Blessed is the pride of the human Moses, the prophet in the wilderness, the fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured in the same with the Theotokos Mary. Carry the fire of divinity, nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her virginity. His Holy Spirit came upon you and took from you humanity. A true human you did carry. Blessed is the pride of the human race. He saved Adam and his children and cured them from the serpent's venom and returned them to paradise. Blessed is the pride of the human race. David, your father, spoke.
book of you and prophesied about this birth. The God of gods became your son. Christ, Christ our God, King of the ages and maker of all things, 
I thank you for all the good things which you have bestowed upon me, and for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray you, who are good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection in the shadow of your wings, and grant unto me with a pure conscience, and even unto my last breath, to partake of your holy things, to forgiveness of sins, and to life everlasting. For you are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things, and unto you ascribe glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Praise of the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill toward men. Amen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father before all ages, save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me. Forgive me and say the blessing. Amen, so it shall be. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I just want to, uh, before there's... Um, for the uh, schedule for this week, for the, uh, for the liturgies for Christmas... On December 24th, Christmas Eve, we will have a Vespers, an early Vespers service in the church from 5 p.m. Uh, Vespers will finish around 6 p.m. And then we'll have, for those who want to stay, some uh, praises. So that way, um, if you need to leave by 6 p.m., you will have prayed on Christmas Eve and you can go home to your families for your Christmas Eve dinner.